and we're live in three, two, <laughs> one. Welcome back to the Betsy's podcast. It is week eight of the NFL 2023-24 football season. I am Devin Walker. And I'm Ashley Bread. And you all are going to win some money this week, okay? <laughs> Probably not from listening to Ashley's picks if the <laughs> trends continue. But every every fucking once in a while, right? We do have a full moon weekend. It's Halloween. We do. It is. Anything could happen. I've got a good costume for you this week, Ashley. Why don't you do Halloween as somebody that wins bets? <laughs> <laughs> would in fact be a costume and you know, i think it's one we I was, need i was doing good in the first half of the season and the last couple weekends has just been abysmal for me i mean it's been a bloodbath but we're hoping to yeah. turn it around i've got i've got i've got some things i feel good about so <laughs> okay like like the, <laughs> like the bucks on thursday night <laughs> that was that was that was just reckless hey but you know what that that could have that could have that was yeah. close. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It didn't, um, but it was close. Horseshoes and hand grenades, I believe, is uh is the only <laughs> two things that that matter and could have. Anyways, <laughs> back to football. Uh enough about horseshoes. Although I am a three-time Baker Hill invitational champion, just want to put that out there. Uh <laughs> needless to say, we are back with a brand new episode of the Betsy's pod right now. I'm a bad little bitch. I'm a villain. We're back. Um, I'm all fired up. I've had a lot of coffee. It's 75 and sunny out here in Massachusetts. Might be the last little breath of nice weather that we get. I got a tea time at 3 p.m. I'm feeling really fucking good. You're coming off a big weekend. How's your liver feel? How's your mental? Are we ready to win some money? I need to win some money after my last weekend. Um, yeah. It was a great weekend, but we need a win. We need a win. I like my picks for this week. Um, I have to say, I think that there's been a lot of really shit football this season. I think a lot of teams that we thought were going to be good are really not doing great. Um, there's a lot of really close games that's just dirty football, not good football. Um, but I'm hoping to turn it around. I'm optimistic. As someone down double-digit units going into week eight, that is not a surprising take. <laughs> I, I would imagine you're not stoked on the product so far. <laughs> I'm not stoked on the product. No. no I was no, doing great track. the first four weeks, and then yeah. it just well, really hey, went downhill. We keep things optimistic here, right? Yeah. And the good we news do. is... This is a symbiotic relationship, okay? Mm -hmm. What people don't know is we pooled our money here at the Betsy's Pod, okay? So as a unit, we're pretty much even. And <laughs> there's going to be a week where we both go fucking four for four. Yeah. And then it's yachts and planes. I don't know yachts and planes. Uh, yachts and jets. 
not planes. Anyways, I'm not sure we could afford either one of those with our unit size, <laughs> but um, we're going to work towards it. Let's get right into first in Pren here. And let's switch up the feng shui. Yeah. I'll go. Lovely. Yeah. Right? Go for I'll it. go yeah. and we'll just blitz through them. And then you can be the caboose because that's generally where I've been finding my success. And yeah. with this topic fresh on my mind after uh, what I thought was a pretty entertaining Thursday night football game uh, for a Bezos product, the Bills <laughs> win a game they should lose. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at their Super Bowl odds. And I understand this is first down, and it doesn't make a ton of sense to give a Super Bowl pick. But I've been hearing whispers that Derrick Henry will be a part of the Titans fire sale and may find his way to Buffalo. Now, mm. Vegas seems to be tracking this as well because in the last 48 hours, and I know they've played a football game, but the Bills have gone from plus 1,900 to plus 1,500 to win the Super Bowl. Interesting. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me. And with the trade deadline approaching and the Titans kind of in a tough position right now, Derrick Henry to the Bills could be a game changer. He is still King Henry in my book. I think it's got value at plus 1,500. My first down, I'm not only betting on Derrick Henry to go to the Bills, but I'm going to say the Bills turn it around and they win the goddamn Super Bowl. And it's worth it for me. I don't really have an AFC pick. Uh, I've been on the Eagles since, you know, week one. I'm still yeah. on the Eagles. Eagles, Bills could be electric. Real tough place to play in Buffalo. I was looking at the standings in the AFC East. I think Miami's walking into another trap game here against uh, the lowly Patriots, but divisional games are always shit shows. The roles have kind of been reversed. We lost a lot of yeah. games years ago that we shouldn't have lost. So I'm just looking at this and I'm thinking after week eight, it could be five and three, five and three with a fight for the top of the AFC East. If that happens, I like the Bills at plus 1500. Moving on, here's my second take. I see that you've got this in there too. Mm -hmm. Eagles are the real deal. The 49ers are frauds. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree yeah. more. I mean, I, I was happy with the with the outcome there because I saw that Vikings game from a fucking mile away and absolutely yeah. pounded it. But the San Francisco 49ers are soft and yeah. not who we thought they were. Not who we thought they were. Uh, Brock Purdy is also not playing this week. He's in concussion protocol. So this is the time of the year where you need to start finding the momentum, not losing it. and. Mm. For the last couple of weeks, the Niners have been losing it. I mean, it's like you remove one key piece of the puzzle and it all falls apart. Or does that mean we're getting Trey Lance? Trey Lance is with the Cowboys now. We are getting oh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Darnold Oops. time. Oh, I'm seeing ghosts. Interesting. Um, okay, go ahead and edit that part out of the podcast. Mike, you're supposed <laughs> to know what I'm talking about. Uh, or maybe keep it in. <laughs> yeah, Anita Wynn reporting live. Um, all right, moving on here to my third down. I think the Patriots Dolphins game is going to be the best game of the week. It was right up there with Raiders and Lions for me. That's just yeah. for my fandom. But I actually think that this Pats 
and Dolphins football game will be very entertaining. We saw the Patriots win a game they probably shouldn't have won against the Bills. We saw the Dolphins yet again kind of be proven to potentially be fraudulent. This is a bounce-back game for them, almost double-digit favorites. Feels like a trap to me. If the Pats get things going, they're all, they're, they're two and five, but you go to three and five here, you start looking at that AFC leaderboard, and you think to yourself, you know what? Fuck it, there's a shot. Maybe we string a few together, we get to 500, we see what plays out after that. Um, so that, for me, that my third down is just, a, I like the Patriots there with the points, but B, I think it's going to be a very entertaining football game. Cannot wait to watch it. I'll be glued to the screen for that one. Uh, fourth down, this kind of piggybacks off of the Patriots-Dolphins play, and the reason I like the Patriots, this also leads into a bit of foreshadowing on one of my teaser picks. Uh, I'm back with a quad dog. Divisional games are shit shows. Take the points. Take the points, take the points, take the points. Divisional games are different. They're like rivalry games in college yeah. football. They are stay rivalry games are stay away from me because I, you know, either there's just too much emotion happening. Teams that see each other multiple times in a year, it's real fucking difficult to beat a team twice in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and typically both games are close. So if you're gonna give me almost 10 points and get nine and a half with the Pats. I'm taking that all day, especially after they showed a little bit of life against the Bills. I would take this probably down to seven and a half. Uh, that's kind of where the line should be for me. I do think the Dolphins win the game, but I, I feel like it will be close. So yeah. overarching theme this week for me is take the points with the underdogs in divisional games. Uh, that's my four downs and we are moving on to yours. AP, the segment was named after you first down. <laughs> first down. So I think we have a lot of overlap in our, in our downs this, this week. Um, my first down, I think Kirk Cousins is heating up. I think the Vikings are heating up. Um, nothing can mistake the smile on Kirk Cousins face when he got the chain after that win. And you he's know what? The Packers, guy. the pack, he's a happy guy. The Packers are not not looking great this season. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that Jordan Love should be counted out as their, you know, new franchise quarterback just yet. I think he needs to get his footing. But I do think that the Vikings will come away with a win this weekend. Um, I'm taking, I'm taking Kirk. I'm taking the Vikings money line. Second down, going back to the Pats Dolphins game, it's the return of Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins are actually wow. no let me let me rephrase return from injury Dolphins debut on right. this team um so we didn't record yesterday but I did something silly and I took the likeliest loser <laughs> likely likeliest loser money line parlay with the Bucks and the Pats um I actually disagree I think the Pats should have won that game last week it would have been their game to lose if they didn't um i know there's been a lot of shit refing this year so far but i do think that they earned that win against the bills last last week so i do think that this will be a good showdown and the dolphins the dolphins sit somewhere between the eagles and the 49ers for me i think they're more legitimate than the 49ers but i think they're more fraudulent than the eagles i'm still not convinced yeah. one way or another 
where they lie on that scale. And I think this will be a telling game because the Patriots defense is, is good. And um, if they can hold some of those points, not get them on the board, anything could happen. Um, that is to say Jalen Ramsey will be back, but maybe he needs a game or two to get back in the groove of things. He hasn't played since last year. So um, yeah, this game coaching, coaching style wise is oil and water. It's like how Mike McDaniels and Bill Belichick are on a football field at the same time at the head of two teams (laughs) is fucking beyond me. That is like uh, as far away from each other as you can get. Yeah. It's like that fucking Rudolph Christmas special with the fire hair guy and the ice guy. They're like (laughs) polar opposites. Yeah. 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 Mike McDaniels is definitely the fire hair guy. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I do think it'll be a good game. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll be telling as to what kind of team we're working with with the Dolphins. I think it is more of a telling game for the Dolphins than the Pats, in my opinion. Um, yeah, well, the Pats already told us they suck, so we yeah. know that. Um, yeah. The only reason yeah. I'm on them, the only reason I'm on them, check out my cans, Uh <laughs> It is because it's a divisional game and nine and a half points is too much in a divisional game. Yeah, with, I agree. With, when weather is very likely not going to be a factor. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll definitely be addressing that game unless it's just a blowout on either side next week. Um, moving on to third down, Ravens. Ravens always do this. They yeah. do really well. Everyone hypes them up. They're like, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl. And then they shit the bed. They're playing the Cardinals this week, which is a team that I do think they can continue winning against. But what they did last weekend was nothing short of a fucking miracle. I mean, that was insane. We were talking about the Lions being the number one team in the NFL, and they exposed the shit out of them. Did Mm -hmm. the Lions even score a touchdown? I don't think they did. Uh, or did they at the they, at the very end? They got a garbage time tutty at the end, I believe. But I turned the game off because it fucked all my bets. Yeah, it fucked um, all my bets too. Yeah. So yeah, it's just no. They didn't score. They they did not score a tutty. Two two field goals in a thirty-eight to six loss to the Ravens. That's about as bad as you can lose a football game. That is certified yeah. blowout status. Yeah, and what I'm going to do this week is usually this season so far, ex- except for last week, I, I've been pretty spot on with my Ravens predictions. And I'm going to do something that feels unnatural. And I'm going to take them. Oh, this fucking garbage truck just ruining my sound bit. Um, I'm going to do something that feels unnatural to me, <laughs> which is I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they're going to keep winning i think they'll get a win over the cardinals and who knows a lot of mediocre mediocre football they could come out on top in a playoff scenario and you know i heard Stephen a say something crazy about the ravens in the super bowl i'm not buying it but i'll take them for this week moving on Stephen a changes his mind every fucking three minutes so he does but man he's he's fun to watch Yeah, no, he's he's entertaining. Uh, yeah. Well, it's fourth down, and you need a fucking first down. So hit us yeah. with your hot take of first and prem for week eight. I'm going back to my um, predictions preseason. I'm sticking with a, uh, 
a fraudulent team that I think is going to keep getting exposed. I'm taking the Bengals as their big comeback blowout against the 49ers. I think they've gotten their shit together in the last couple of weeks. I think they're finally getting their footing. Do I still think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But I do think that they are gaining momentum in the right direction when the Niners are just absolutely losing it. Brock Purdy is benched. Sam Darnold is playing. Um, I like what I've seen from the Bengals in the last three weeks. I'm taking the Bengals money money line for a expose win. Yeah, you actually just convinced me. I didn't know Darnold was starting. He's fucking yeah. terrible. Uh, yeah, and they're a little good. beat up. We don't know if Debo's going to be in the mix. Yeah. Um, you know, coming off uh, a short week, it's like, uh, are they going to really be able to string together uh, enough to slow down this Bengals offense? And I don't know the answer. So we're going to tune in to find out. But I actually like Bengals money line. I don't have that in any of my picks, but I'm going to I'm going to be absolutely throwing that yeah. in after this pod. And I I suggest people do the same. Do yeah. we get the shirt if the Bengals win by three scores? Three scores. So like yeah, 17, yeah, like 17, yeah. like six, it's 17 or more. Yeah. 17 or more is the, is, is our threshold for a blowout. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I've got, I've got this in my, um, in my best bets for the week. So we'll revisit it and we'll handshake on it, but yeah, let's go. Lock it in. <laughs> uh, speaking of best bets, let's fucking go. Let's ping pong these things back and forth here. Um, I can see that you have a conservative play here, uh, <laughs> which is. I need a win. <laughs> I, I need a win. Um, I'm going to start off. I mean, we both, to be fair, these are way lower odds than they normally are. Uh, so well, again, well, only only one of mine is is low. Uh, yeah. Didn't see those other two. Okay. Uh, well, (laughs) without further ado, let's get right into it. Let's ping pong these things back and forth with my first tracked bet of week eight. I got a three leg money line parlay. I know it sounds, how could that possibly be conservative? Well, (laughs) here's why, because two of the teams are the Cowboys and the Eagles. Now, after all the shit that I just talked about divisional games, I still believe that the Eagles get this done. Yeah. The commanders for me are not a team to be feared. Neither are the Rams. So Cowboys and Eagles, easy wins. And the 0-6 Panthers have been on my do not bet list since week zero. They're going to stay there, which means I have to fade them. Texans money line. Texans money line, Cowboys money line, Eagles money line, Texans coming off a bye. I believe in this Texans football team. I think their defense is good. You can get yeah. that money line parlay uh, at plus 181, and I'm pretty sure you can take that one to the bank. Next week, we're going to be talking about how that was free. Uh, first track bet, AP, something conservative. We just talked about it, but you yep. really, you, you, you're doubling down. I'm doubling down. I'm taking the Bengals money line right out at plus 172. Um, with Sam Darnold starting, it's very odd to me that the Bengals are not favored to win. I think this is another one we'll be talking about as free money next week. Um, I know that they haven't been 
the best, but the Niners are down bad. I mean, it's really not looking good. And if Debo is also, you know, kind of on the fence injury wise, he's been day to day for the, he's played in the last two games, but he's been day to day practice wise. So Debo I just didn't play at all on Monday that. night. Oh, he didn't play Monday night. Didn't play at all on Monday night. And it well, there showed, you go. Uh, yeah. Because he is necessary. Everyone loves Kittle. Kittle's a very good tight end. He is not a game-breaking tight end, in my opinion. He's, I know he had no, three catches not. for three touchdowns, but he's not Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey. He's just not. No, um, no. He also he doesn't get the ball enough, and he is also someone that is usually injured. He's usually not playing. You can so. game plan for him much easier than than some other you know legitimate game-breaking tight ends, which leaves yeah. Brendan Ayuk and obviously Christian McCaffrey's outstanding. But um, I don't know if Darnold's going to know how to use those weapons. So I, I'm yeah. absolutely with you here. Great yeah. value at yeah. 172. Also, you mm-hmm. can get that game in a teaser. You can tease that up to 10 and a half in a seven point teaser. That is fucking free. Find yeah. another game you like and just take it, take a, a seven point teaser at minus 140, put the bangles in there, put something else that you like in there. The bangles at plus 10 and a half is fucking free. Yeah. Free money. On to my second pick again relatively conservative here i just got two overs that i've scouted that i like the game script for jag steelers over 41 and a half eagles commanders over 43 and a half eagles commanders i believe combined for over 60 the last time they played this line didn't make a ton of sense to me i understand that was inflated by overtime um but this is a game where i just see the commanders not really being able to stop the Eagles offensively. And if I believe it's a close game and the Eagles are going to score, ipso facto, take the over. Uh, Jags Steelers, similar scenario here. I was all over the Steelers after a bye last week. They looked really good beating the Rams. This is another, this is another borderline Steelers money line play for me. They're starting to hit their stride. Pickens is becoming a game-breaking wide receiver. Right before our eyes, this kid is the real fucking deal, and the Jags like to score points. So, again, if the Jags are going to score and the game's going to be close, the Steelers have to keep their pace. 41.5 seems really low. You put it in a two-team parlay, you get plus 264. Jags Steelers over 41.5. Eagles Commanders over 43.5, plus 264. Lock it in. Thank me later. AP, track bet two. Track that too. This one already did not hit, but I mentioned it yesterday. <laughs> it was my likeliest loser parlay. And you know, as a as a certified Bucks fan, I I liked what I saw from the team during that game. We had the um highest odds of losing out of any team on the slate this week. At one point uh during the pregame, it was at plus 390. And to keep it within six points and for Chris Godwin and just fucking fall asleep at the wheel when it counts, we would have won that game um, had it not been for that. I know that doesn't matter when we're, you know, counting quarters here, but um, I'm interested to see how this carries out for the Pats. I did take Bucks money line, Pats money line in the likeliest loser parlay for plus 735. Um, didn't hit, but we'll see how the Pats do. Well, um, 
going undefeated has gone out the window for week eight. Didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> we'll be back to the drawing board on week ten. We can. It's still okay go... though, because you're gonna make you're yep. gonna make so much money from the Bengals. Yeah, so we can fun. still go five for six on our track bets. But before <laughs> we do that, you need to know what they are. So I'm gonna hit you with my third right now. You know they call me the big tease, yeah, right? And it's not because of uh, <laughs> my way with the lettuce, right? It's because I love teasers. Okay, <laughs> I love teasers. That's a that's a T-shirt. I should make that wear it because I do. Um, this one's free to me. Again, this is my divisional rivalry quad dog teaser coming in at plus 300. I only took it at six points. If you want to bump this up, you get some favorable lines here. Um, but I'm happy with with where it's at uh, in a six point teaser. You're going to get the commanders at plus 13. The Pats at plus 15 and a half. Packers at plus seven and a half. That's free. Broncos plus 13. I can't stop betting on these horses. It's the quad dog divisional rivalry teaser. It's plus 300. And you heard it here first. Now, quick note on the Broncos. Let's give it up for them. I didn't stop betting on the horses. And they got me one, baby. They got me one. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll recover this in the girl dinner bet because that did hit. You are eating good tonight, um, but we'll get back there. That's my third track bet. Commanders, Pats, Packers, Broncos, plus 300 in a six-point teaser. Tease them all up. Take the points. Count the money. AP, track bet three. Track bet number three. I've got a four-way money line parlay. I've got the Vikings, no-brainer, Chargers, Seahawks, and I'm taking DD's Broncos back playing the Chiefs. <laughs> we can't one, stop betting on these horses. Listen, the Broncos still, they got the win, <laughs> but they still need to win. And I just want the Chiefs to lose so badly. And the Chiefs, yeah. I have still in the last five games, them. have not seen a Chiefs team that I'm like, yep, that's the you know defending Super Bowl champ. They, they are getting bailed out and bailed out and bailed mm. out, and they have to fucking lose at some point. So you know what? Why not now? What could go right? I'm taking the Broncos. This is for plus 963. I'm not going to lie. I feel good about this one. I do feel good about this. On paper, they stack up well. It truly yeah. is like, I don't, I don't really understand it, and I guess that's what they, when people describe like generational talent and quarter at quarterback, they they usually describe it with intangibles, right? It's like can't quite put your finger on it, but it's just this guy's got it, and Patrick Mahomes has it, and and that is absolutely unanimous. There's yeah, that's no undisputable. Yeah, that there's no argument against that. The guy's a fucking stud. Yeah, it still is hard for me to understand how with fucking like thousands of hours of game film and like hundreds of millions of dollars of payroll in a billion dollar industry, how someone cannot write up a scheme to slow him down. Yeah. Not stop him. Slow him down. Yeah. And he's it, like, he's like one of those like wobbly name. things that just like, you know, it's like a, a weeble toy. Yeah, we maybe where you like punch at it and it just why and it just doesn't go down. He just never mm. goes down. Yeah, yeah he never he's... goes down. I don't think that's a weeble, but uh, weebles. <laughs> I like it. But for... They don't fall down. Yeah, it was. A, I like it. That... I like it for this pod. It's a weeble. 
Yeah, that was a thing. Um, okay, Patrick Mahomes is a weeble. Moving on. Um, I love the I love the I love the Bron breaking news. I love the Broncos pick though. Um, obviously I've got them in the teaser. They came close to winning that game. And again, divisional game, hard to beat a team twice. Broncos at home, coming off a win, looking to get some momentum. Um Russell Wilson has to show up and, and he's they have to score 28 points to beat the Chiefs. You have yep. to score 28 points. So if they yep. score 28 points, they probably win the game. If they don't, if they have bad turnovers, you're probably not going to win that game. Um, yeah. But to me, winning the turnover battle against the Chiefs is keeping it even. Um, yeah. If you can keep it even, take care of the ball, have decent special teams plays, limit 40-yard zone sets from Travis Kelsey – you're going to be in the game. It's going to come down to the wire. Maybe you sneak one. I like the yeah. pick. Um, yeah. And what's that at? That's at plus 963. Yeah, 963. Ooh. Because the Broncos money line, which I think is, I don't know why it's so high. Because they, they came close to beating the Chiefs two weeks ago. They did. I think it's at plus 350 or something. It's pretty yeah, up there. At least last night when I checked, it was up there. Yeah, so. it's up there. I mean, there's, there's uh, seven-point dogs. So that's going to be... Yeah. That's going to be right around that 300 number, pretty much however you uh, slice it. Speaking of the Chiefs, let's get into our football cheat sheet. Let's give somebody something they can say about football. And you want to know what? I've got a hot take on this one. You lead us off here, and I'm going to bring it home. I am going to say <laughs> something that I did not write down, but I said this to a friend of mine yesterday. I was texting Sonny um, and I said to her, you know, Travis Kelsey looks like the kind of guy that just gets the special sauce that they put on cheeseburgers stuck in his facial hair mm. and it just sits there all day. And she mm-hmm. threw up. She threw up. So, um, yeah, if you really want to discuss somebody this weekend, just let him know because he does look like that kind of person. He's kind of gross. I'm liking him less and less, like, as time goes by. It just he really annoys me. I, I want to like him. Like, actually, no, I don't want to like no. him. I don't know why I'm saying that. He really annoys me. He really no, annoys and the me. Chiefs are insufferable now because not only is it fucking – the whole saga that we've all talked about a thousand fucking times, but Jackson Mahomes is back. He's back. He's, He's just sitting there. Back. He's watching. He's out He's of timeout. He's out of timeout, which also let's just address this real quick. Ongoing sexual assault charges, not yeah. an allegation caught on video, sexually yeah. assaulting somebody. And he's in the fucking box. Yeah. Patrick, not a great look. We're we're bringing him to games again now. We're sitting him with Taylor Swift. What the hell is going on? Why it's is he little... sitting in a jail cell somewhere? Like... Yeah, it's a little fucking weird to be out there, like just kind of enjoying yourself, mingling when you are on camera in a fucking trial, essentially. Yeah, sexually assaulting somebody. Yeah, not not a good, not a good, not a not good, a good look. look. Not a good Chiefs. look. So just. Add it to the laundry list of reasons why I can't stop betting on these horses because fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> fuck the Chiefs. They're so fucking annoying. I am They're over so them. so annoying. I'm going to skip ahead. I'm going to say it right now. 
I was a Swifty for probably 18 months. She did win me over. Fuck you, Taylor Swift. I hate you now. I hate you. I hate Travis Kelsey. Fucking Mahomes is annoying. Jackson Mahomes is a dirtweed. Britney's an absolute fucking zero. The whole Andy Reid. Thank God they got Andy Reid. Because thank that, God. He's, thank God. He's likable. Yeah. He's the same Andy Reid. Andy Reid is likable. But yeah. it's just, it's too fucking much. It's, it's become too much. Too much. It's too it's much. Too it's much. too much. I don't want to see the last thing that I want to see when I am watching football is Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes doing a secret handshake with Jackson Mahomes. Big stupid head in the them. fucking background. It's the last thing I want to see. Brutal. And as long as that shit keeps happening, I am betting against the Chiefs all damn day. Also, yeah. logistically, let's just call it how it is. Taylor Swift is not someone that is usually overshadowed. And she had an album come out today. Chiefs are going to lose. Wow. Wow. Just throwing it out there. That's just one woman's take. point of view. <laughs> That's a hot take. And I love it. And I hope yeah. it's right. And Me I too. hope and I hope their relationship burns. <laughs> I want to see it burn. I am I am over it. I thought it was going to be a one or two week thing. It's just so fucking stupid. And you want to know what? We're going to do all our listen listeners a favor. I can do this as co-host of this podcast. I'm banning talking about Taylor Swift and, and Travis I can do Kelsey that too. for the remainder of the season. It's banned because I'm not done. even. I don't even want to watch the Chiefs games because of how fucking annoying these two are. Yeah. Uh, and now that I Jackson's agree. back, I am all the way out. So Same. I'm done. I'm done. We're done. Betsy's podcast. We we're closing the we're closing the book. We're hoping to start a trend. We're closing the book. Um, it will sorry, never be sheeple. mentioned again. No, nope, until they break dead. up, and then we'll celebrate it, and then we'll never talk about it again. Confetti cannon. Confetti cannon. Confetti yes. cannon. Uh, that's our football cheat sheet. Got a little hectic there. Let's bring things <laughs> back down to earth. Um, it is time for the live alert. Hit me with the goddamn siren. Boom! <laughs> Nothing gets me juiced up like that fucking siren. I find myself pulling over to the side of the road when I'm listening to Betsy's pot in my car. Um, I've got some fucking heaters this week. I popped the Steelers last week. That worked out. I also popped the Bills Pats under. That did not work out. Uh, more points scored there than I anticipated, but the Steelers were free. I'm back on the bandwagon with the Steelers. Live alert watch. Steelers at plus 200. They love to go down early in games. Mike Tomlin is a great coach at adjusting at halftime. This is a team that could win this game, as I've mentioned before. Um, they are trending in the right direction. This Steelers team could be dangerous moving forward. Midway point of the season, it's time to separate the contenders from the pretenders. I believe the Steelers to be contenders. If I can get them at plus 200, I'm all fucking over them. With that said, I'm going back to the well on a, on a game that we talked about previously. The Eagles commanders, notorious slow starts for the commanders. If I can get that over under to 41 and a half, that's just a three-point drop. I'm all over it. At any point in the second quarter, if I can get that at 41 and a half, I'm all over it. And rounding out my lottery <laughs> with a similar strategy here, 
I would like the figure on first half points scored by the Packers this season. It's got to be low. Oh, right, interesting. It's got to be low, and they turn it on in the third and fourth quarter. I love the Vikings Packers over if I can get it at 38 and a half. The Vikings are in close games. This game's got overtime written all fucking over it. It is a divisional game. The Vikings are high on themselves. The Packers lost a heartbreaker. This will be a close game. I'm predicting something like 21-24. This game will be won by a field goal at the end, or it'll go to OT. Give me 38 and a half in the live alert all day. Those are my three. AP, looks like you got one. Talk to me. Giants and Jets. We have not talked about them yet today. <laughs> and um, I got to be honest, when I was looking at this matchup, I don't know which one, which team I actually think is going to win. So fuck it. I'm going to live bet it. If I can get yep. either team at plus 150 at any time, I, I truly do not know who's going to win this game. Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson. Daniel Jones is still benched. And the Giants are actually doing good with, what's his name? Tyroid Taylor? Tyrod. 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 doing bad with him. Tyrod. Because <laughs> his name is spelled, it looks like thyroid. I, and I, I, I take thyroid, thyroid medication. So every time I see it, I'm like, oh, thyroid Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Real slow, real slow. They haven't been doing bad with him. Um, So, yeah, I think it'll be a good matchup regardless. If I can get either team at plus 150, why the hell not? Um, I will also add in here, uh, tailing on on some takes that Didi has had so far in the pod today, I like the over for some of these divisional matchups if I'm live betting it. if you see, you know, the momentum going the way that it should be going in order for these to be very high scoring, very close games, hammer the over, sprinkle it yep. in um, with these divisional matchups. So <laughs> Ty- Tyroy Taylor, disrespect, take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike from the Raptors ride. with an elbow. Uh, yeah, Tyroy Taylor. That is a good one. Um, <laughs> it's also a good time to talk about our girl dinner bets. I hit one, right? Yeah, it was did. it was a double dog, dare you, parlay. I had the Steelers and I had the Broncos. Um, and I absolutely slapped it. So instead of working or instead of going with what worked um, and what I should do, which is Bengals Broncos, that's my girl dinner bet in my head. I'm going to make that Bengals Broncos. Love that. Um, I decided to do a seven team, seven point early window teaser. So you can just be watching red zone and, <laughs> and be miserable. Uh, it's a horrible way to watch football. Boy, <laughs> just fucking brutal. Terrible. Uh, it is, it is the literal physical representation of, uh, our generation and our, uh, amphetamine addiction. Yes. I'm just going to say, yeah, you got to have some serious, uh, stimulants to, to keep up. Yeah, this is, it's the Adderall parlay. Um, (laughs) I've got a seven team, seven point early window teaser for everybody that wants to be miserable from one to four. (laughs) Uh, Vikings, Saints, Commanders, Jags, Rams, Pats, and Giants. 
You can get this at plus 800, seven-team, seven-point teaser. A lot of books don't even offer it because they have pity on you. Um, <laughs> but it's My Girl Dinner Bet of the Week, and it's all at 1 o'clock. So if you're watching Red Zone, you can just look for these teams to be scoring, and maybe that's a fun way to do it. Uh, again, it's Vikings, Saints, Commanders, Jags, Rams, Pats, and Thyroid Taylor in the Giants. Um <laughs> I'll never do this again because it's even <laughs> annoying to say, but that's my girl dinner bet. AP, what do you got? I'm, I'm, I've got another hodgepodge parlay for my girl dinner bet. Um, I'm going to read it out and then I'm going to explain it. So I've got Philly, Baltimore, Cincinnati, money line. I've got Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. Etienne Jr., 53 rushing yards. I'm taking the over on him for plus okay. 900. So with Philly, Baltimore, Cincinnati, no brainer there. Um, Self-explanatory with Jamar chase, something that I've noticed with him last year and this year, similar if, you know, for our loyal Betsy's fans that listen to our NBA preview, similar to Mike's system with um, the Celtics and, you know, switching off points. I've noticed that with the Bengals and the way that they score. Reason being, I did used to live in Cincinnati. I've actually been to more Bengals games than any other NFL team, which is shocking because I've been to a lot of Buccaneers games too. But I, I do watch a lot of Bengals games. And Jamar Chase has, once he gets into his rhythm for the year, let's take the first three weeks out of the equation of this season for a second. He switches off where he, you know, won't have a great game, isn't as much of a target, doesn't get a touchdown. And then the next week, he pops off. So he hasn't scored a touchdown. I think the Bengals were on the bye last week, but the week before that I took Jamar Chase anytime TD and he didn't get that either. So I think he's due for a touchdown this week. And I think he's going to get one against the 49ers. Um, Etienne Jr. rushing yards. I had him last week in my girl dinner bet at 63 yards. Yeah. He only got 54. The line is now at 53. And I think that is easy against the Steelers. I think that's a no brainer. He is insane. He's usually cranking out upwards of 70, 80 rushing yards. I think He's 53 a top is 10 point getter in fantasy. Yeah. I think 53 rushing <laughs> yards is generous. I think that is an easy grab. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's I'm on Philly with you. Baltimore should be a win. I'm on Cincinnati with you. I love the Jamar chase. Anytime Tutty. And Etienne Jr. at 53 is the only one I'm slightly concerned about because they might go pass first on a Steelers kind of shaky secondary. But even if you took that out, you're probably looking at plus five or 600. So yeah. with it in there at plus 900, I do see a lot of value. There's a, there's a, I mean, there's a parlay there too. There's, there's a, there's a Cincy, Baltimore, and Philly parlay straight money lines. So you can you can split this. You can make this a fractal bet in, in several different yeah. ways. If yeah. if your book allows 10-point teasers, you could throw Philly, Baltimore, and Cincinnati <laughs> in with the seven with the seven teamer and uh just absolutely hate your luck. Well, we did it, Ashley. I was uh, watching air, the whole time. Air high five. We kept it not only under an hour, under 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. You talk, we listen. All right. <laughs> fucking sped through that shit and uh let's just quickly talk about what we did last week i won almost two units okay 
So <laughs> pat me on the back. Ashley, unfortunately, went over. She's down another four. Um, <laughs> season ledger for Ashley isn't looking great. Down, it's not uh, down great. Fourteen hundred. She's got the GDP <laughs> of a third world country in the negative here, uh, and I am up almost twelve hundred bucks <laughs> at eleven eighty. Eight. So again, if you cross pollinate our win losses, which we do like to do, we're only down two hundred and twelve dollars. That was some simple math. Okay, that's why I'm the smartest person on the challenge, and that's why I beat everybody. Um, someone fact check me there, though. I'm honestly not sure, but I think it's two twelve. So that's not that bad. Uh, I see a big week in our in our uh, in our forecast here on the horizon, if you will. Again, I want to let everybody know. It's a full moon, okay? There's a reason that they call them lunatics. They're going to yeah. be out, and they're going to be in costumes, and they're going to be all jacked up on synthetic sugars, okay? So watch your step out there, everybody. Keep it classy. Um, quick story. One time I was Ron Burgundy, and <laughs> I had intercourse with Jane of the Jungle. Uh, this was at... Uh, Coastal Carolina, true story. Marty Suskin's couch. Kirk also lived there, and she <laughs> legitimately started making animal noises mid bang. Uh, and I was Ron Burgundy, so things like that are going to be happening this weekend, and oh you're going to want <laughs> you're going to want fat pockets uh, to be able to enjoy, you know, this once a year holiday. So, tail the Betsy's pod. And uh, by next Tuesday, maybe you can be Ron Burgundy. Maybe. I'll be Devin Walker. I'm Ashley Bren. And you all are little freaks. Happy yeah. Halloween. We'll be seeing you.